From the Office of the City Auditor in Austin, Texas, this is Audit ATX, a podcast about the audits and investigations our office does to make Austin better for all residents. We're your hosts, Maria and Kelsey. In this episode, we're talking with Keith Solis about an investigation our office recently conducted. This investigation found that an Austin Energy employee stole several items from Austin Energy's inventory and sold them online. Hey, Keith, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. It's good to be back. So inventory theft at Austin Energy. What happened here? Can you give us an overview of this case? Okay, sure thing, Kelsey. Um, So this was a really interesting case for us because it started out with a confession, which is not how things normally go. What happened was back in early 2019, Austin Energy had ordered eight nitrogen oxide analyzers, which are just a measurement tool for their gas turbines that they needed. And the subject in this case, Rodney Stockton, wound up stealing two of those. And and ultimately, Austin Energy discovered this. These were fairly large objects, physically large. They're also very expensive objects. They both retailed for over $20,000. And there were things that Austin Energy needed at that moment to put on their gas turbines. So it was something that Austin Energy was going to discover and did discover. Um, They didn't know what happened to them, of course. And so they started looking, you know, maybe somebody misplaced it. Maybe somebody had already installed it without their knowledge, something like that. But ultimately, one of their employees decided to check online just to see, you know, maybe they're available for sale online. These were something that our employee had stolen. Uh, They found them for sale on an online marketplace and wound up filing a police report. And at that point, so this is about a week after Austin Energy initially discovered that two of those analyzers were missing, Rodney Stockton submitted a letter of resignation in which he admitted to taking those two items. As a result of that, um, the Austin Police Department got involved and they wound up looking at Rodney's seller history, um, this online marketplace, and found that there were a bunch of other items that had been taken from Austin Energy. And so in total, there were roughly 20 to 25, somewhere in that neighborhood, items that have been stolen from Austin Energy with the value of over $130,000. And so our role in this was more on the transparency side, just making sure that the public was aware of what had happened and helping Austin Energy make sure that this didn't happen again. Got it. Yeah. And when I was reading the report, I saw that the this person stole items that Austin Energy needed, as well as ordered more than Austin Energy needed in order to steal those extra items. Is that right? Can you talk more about that? Yeah, that's correct. So I guess let's break that down into those two different questions. The first one being stealing items that Austin Energy needed. You know, as you can imagine, Austin Energy has a very important role in the city of Austin, making sure that everybody um, within its boundaries has energy. And as a result, they need to have a lot of redundancy. So they have, you know, tons of parts and specialized equipment that you'd expect to last for you know, 10, 15, 20 years. But in case it breaks, they need to have replacements to make sure that they can put that in as soon as possible and keep the power going. And so what it appears to happen is that some of these items Rodney was aware were you know, used very infrequently and would take those items, I, I have to assume with the expectation that he wouldn't get caught because they just weren't going to be requested. The other part of that question is ordering more than he needed. And that was something that we saw in the inventory records. So there were times when he would order, let's say, three of an item, and we would find that he sold two of those items online, and presumably the other one went into the warehouse's inventory. 
And that happened multiple times and, or some variation of that theme. And so how did he try to hide that he, he was stealing inventory? That's a great question. And one that uh, I wish we had all the answers. Um, one of the interesting things about this case is Rodney did not want to speak with us. You know, we called him multiple times. He did not, um, he acknowledged that we called, but he did not actually speak with us. So we didn't get to ask questions and find out exactly what he did. That being said, we heard several different things, some of which we were able to confirm in the inventory records. But the first thing that he did, like I mentioned, is taking items that were unlikely to be requested. So it'd be unlikely that somebody would find out about them. The next thing that we found out about, and this is probably the most devious of his uh, plans, was he would take items out of their box and then put something inside the box. I think we've heard like paper to make the box feel heavy if somebody were to pick it up. And the reason this was necessary is that Austin Energy, you know, they, they're clearly aware that they have valuable inventory and they take inventories on a regular basis. So they have spot checks multiple times a year where they'll have a list of, you know, let's say 10 or 20 items and they'll have to make sure that they're there. And then every now and then they'll do full inventories. But when that happens, I think the standard pro uh, practice at the time was to go through and, you know, go into the shelves, say like, yes, this box is here. Yes, this other box is here. And that was that. Well, if they picked up the, the box but didn't bother to open it, it would appear as if everything was fine. Now, if you'd actually opened it, uh, which was not their practice at the time, then you'd find out that, no, the item wasn't there. It was actually paper or something else. But they didn't think to do that until after this uh, theft had been discovered. And one of the reasons they actually uh, had to do this is when they found all these items that had been for sale online, they went into their warehouse and they found that some of those boxes were there. And so their initial thought was, where was he getting these items? And it wasn't until they actually opened the boxes did they realize, oh, wait, he was just taking them and leaving the boxes here. And, you know, until this happened, we were none the wiser. So, Keith, you mentioned several Austin Energy practices that may have led to this theft going unnoticed. What has Austin Energy done to prevent something like this from happening in the future? Yeah, Austin Energy took this very seriously from what we can tell. One of the first things they did was do a full inventory, um, just wall to wall of that warehouse. And so that's how they confirmed that there were items that were um, you know, taken out of the boxes and things like that. My understanding is that they've made it their practice in response to this theft to open boxes when they're doing their spot checks uh, and when they're doing their you know, full inventories in the future. So that should eliminate the, the possibility that somebody is going to take an item, replace it with you know, paper, rocks, whatever it might be, and get away with it. They did some other steps as well. I don't know that they would have necessarily addressed the specific problem, but I think that they were looking for any, any way that they could improve their practices. And one of those was limiting the personnel that had access to the warehouse. Uh, my understanding is before this theft, quite a few people had the ability to go in and out of the warehouse, which means that they had the ability to take items out of the warehouse if they wanted to. Um, I think that's been severely restricted. I don't know the exact details, but I, I have been told that they've really cut back on who is the ability to go in there. So I can't help but connect this to the printer toner theft at Austin Public Library that we talked about in our first episode. Here's a similar situation happening in a different department. Is this something to be concerned about on a larger citywide scale? I'm glad you asked that, Maria, because I think that's, you know, that's a natural question, having this report come out relatively soon after the library theft. I think there's a long and a short answer. And 
I don't want to be naive, but I don't think that the average Austin resident needs to be concerned that there is massive theft going on on a daily basis in the city of Austin. That being said, I do think it's absolutely imperative that people with inventory responsibilities in the city and certainly management across all levels of the city take these reports seriously and use them to pay attention to what's going on with their inventories. Um, I know that was a little long-winded, but you know, to cut to the chase, Austin Energy and the library are not the only departments that have large inventories. You know, Austin Water, of course, has pipes and tools and all sorts of equipment. The Parks and Rec Department has all sorts of equipment. You know, watershed protection, I can go on and on and on. And there's just so much inventory in this city, which means that there are going to be opportunities for people to take that if they want. I don't know that that's something that we, like I said, need to be worried about on a daily basis as an average citizen, but it's certainly something that all management in the city needs to be aware of and needs to be vigilant for. We need to have oversight. We need to take it seriously because this is, uh, you know, just a huge, a huge source of, it's a huge potential source of fraud in the city. And if we don't pay attention to it, we're going to have more people like Randy at the library or Rodney at the Austin Energy. So, Keith, if these city departments that have inventory and, and all city departments could make one change to better prevent theft, what, what change would you want to see? This is a tough question. Uh, with, with the library case and with Austin Energy, those both involve people who had the ability to order uh, inventory. So in the library, Randy was ordering toner, as we've discussed before, and all sorts of other things. With this case, Rodney was ordering some of the parts that he was taking, and he was just taking some other things that he wasn't the one who was responsible for ordering, or at least wasn't the person who did that ordering. I think the solution is going to be oversight. You know, it would be naive to think that we can eliminate all theft from the city. It's just there's too much stuff. There's too many people who have access to this stuff. But if supervisors and if management is paying attention to the quantity of items that's being stolen is the frequency that items are being purchased, the discrepancies between different warehouses, for example, and asking questions. I think that'll go a long way to cutting down on the possibility of these type of thefts continuing. I also think that it come that we need to have a we need to send the message to city employees that Theft is just not acceptable in the city. These are the public's resources. We care about maintaining them for the public. And theft of any kind is unacceptable. I want to say, you know, the library did a good job. Randy no longer works for us. Rodney got the message and he resigned uh, when his theft was discovered. But every employee needs to know that if they are taking the city's resources, they will not have a job with the city any longer. And, uh, and hopefully that'll also cut down on, on people's willingness to try this in the future. Great. Thanks so much, Keith, for those thoughts. And, and thanks for being a guest on our show today and talking about the work that you did on this investigation. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. I had fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of Audit ATX. This report is available on our website at austintexas.gov slash auditor. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Austin Auditor. And subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Until next time. Bye-bye.